0: And what's up with uh, you and uh, Adam22, no jumper. Why you like this nigga so much? Bruh, it's not It's not the fact that I like the nigga. He just has the fucking platform for all the young, all the young goddamn talent out there right now. So, I And that's all that. the people you like, little young niggas? Bruh, if it was... Nah, that's not all the people I, You know I don't fuck with that shit like that. But that's some, <laughs> it's some shit to bob my head to when I'm goddamn chilling. And when I'm in a club and shit, you can't tell me them niggas don't be slapping you know who uh, the best rapper out right now is? Who? I got drip for sale.
1: Boy, you got, got that shit so sale. bad, dog. <laughs> I got drip, bruh. For sale. This nigga Plaza is a full fledged coon,
0: bro. Bro, that's my nigga, dog. Bro, he makes me embarrassed to be black sometimes, bro. That nigga is goddamn, bro. He is a a caricature of a black person, and that shit is just ridiculous. But it's him. I can't. I can't front like it's not him. That's him. Nah, dog.
1: Um, Plaza ain't bad, bro. He just be trying to have fun. He just be chilling, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with that shit. I got tired of him making the goons out lurking ass music all the time. I'm glad he making some fun shit now. Because as an artist, you got to be more diverse. And all that goons out working shit, goddamn 24-7 niggas ain't trying to hear that. I want to see you have some fun. I want to see you flaunt that money a little bit. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I I get it. You know, my niggas got down. He done had some little mainstream little... Uh, mainstream little success, uh, the past goddamn couple of years, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, now he's selling drip. Yeah, my nigga got, uh, drip for sale, but goddamn- I got drip for sale. Bro, I can't fuck with it, bro. I got drip for sale. Every time I- bro, all right, fuck it. That shit fire as fuck. Bro, that's his lane. I'll, I'll give it to him. <laughs> that's his lane, fuck it. Bro,
1: that shit fire. You can't goddamn deny that shit. Nigga got drip for sale, bro. In that video, bro, that nigga slid across the goddamn shit, bro. Come on, bro. bro and he had no on that neck. motherfucking. He looked like a fucking butler. Hey, though, man, it's another episode of Sit Down with Slim.
0: Once again, we got Big King here again. Hey, That's yay. Back to Back, bro. Gangsters don't dance with Boogie, baby. <laughs> Duval County was good, baby. Don't start that bullshit. We in
1: this bitch, bro. Um, I'm not going to lie, though. I have enjoyed myself out here in Jacksonville this weekend.
0: Um, Neither one of us is from Jacksonville, but that's currently where we are right now. He's going to swear up and down. I am years. a Florida native. When y'all hear Florida, man, just think of me. How long you been living in Florida? Uh, we coming up on a year now. <laughs> coming up on a year? Good, solid year in Florida, man. The shit, the water make you crazy. Don't drink the water, so goddamn, drink bottled water. Bro, how you from Florida and you been living here for a year? Bro, this my hometown, bro. How? Nigga, if I go, if I, am let's just say I move from here and I move to like Colorado or somewhere, Yeah. I'm going to tell them I'm from Jacksonville. Why? Because that was the last place I was at. That's how that shit worked. No,
1: fuck no. Bruh, um, we went to the beach yesterday. Your ass used the GPS. True that. I do not know. It's a big-ass city, though. You can't. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, no, nigga. Come on. Give me a chance. I just went to San Antonio uh, last weekend. I didn't use the GPS, not
0: one time. Well, oh, well, here's the thing, though. Like, my navigation skills, like, something wrong with my brain, honestly. I'm, Your shit do suck. Yeah, I'm fairly, I'm fairly intelligent with a lot of different other stuff, but it's like with navigation, I literally could walk out my house and I'll just turn on the GPS to get to work just so I don't get lost. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. It's just something in my brain, bro. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Just like how uh, you were laughing at me yesterday because I can't spell. Yeah, yo, I got them. You ain't Floyd Mayweather, but goddamn, boy. Bro, I can't spell, bro. <laughs> and I can barely read. Boy, I can barely get the job done, dog. Shit, but y'all got down. You be on that business shit hard, though. Nigga, that's another thing, bro. Like, nigga, it's like intelligences and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, um, bro, I'm smart as fuck at some things, but goddamn, navigation skills, I can't do that shit. That shit is just horrible. And grammar, like, like writing a paper. I know what I'm trying to say, but like, the grammar of it, what a, what a, uh you know, the commas and all that shit or whatever that is. Yeah, the, the grammar usage and mechanics and shit. Yeah, the syntax of it. I don't. I,
1: I'm horrible at that shit. But dog, that's the thing. Have dog, have you ever met a perfect man before? Like someone that was just good at everything. Like even the smartest people, you know, they're I've never like met. real weird. Yeah, they lack like charisma. Yeah, and, they're you know. uh, socially awkward and shit. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's yeah.
0: perfect. Exactly. Uh, that's, that's why.
1: I, I want everybody to know I'm not on here thinking I'm the smartest motherfucker in the world. I'm far from that.
0: I just have an opinion that's a little different from other people's opinion. Yeah. I'm and not and I'm not always right. I know that. A, but that's the thing. Like to today to have an opinion on anything is like a crime, nigga. It's like opinion opinion ain't the same thing it used to be,
1: nigga. It's like And then everybody has one, dog. Like I hate the fact on social media that everybody wants to say their little bitch-ass opinions. Mm-hmm. Like, we give a fuck. Like, bruh, nobody gives a fuck about your little bitch-ass opinion. Exactly. Then, you, dog, you're not doing nothing but repeating the same thing everyone else is saying.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, a lot of people are just spitting out a bunch of rhetoric that they've heard somewhere else. Uh-huh. Um, instead of actually formulating their own kind of, you know, opinion on things. Uh, a lot of the time, it's already, a you know, if I if I meet you and you you say, oh, I'm a liberal, I pretty much know you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Pretty much. Or if you say, hey, I'm a conservative, I pretty much know you. Because your mind's pretty much made up on every topic. Yeah. I don't even have to like reach outside of yeah. it. Yeah. And I, I enjoy meeting people who say, well, I'm kind of in the center. I really don't fuck with none of that type shit. Now I can really have a conversation with you because I know you have your own opinions on things. Honestly, though, as a logical person, it's kind of hard to be
1: stuck on one side. Because it's like, okay, maybe... You know, I do believe that it'll be real nice to have uh, free health care. That sounds
0: amazing to me. Yeah. But on the other side, it's not realistic at all. Yeah, not the way our budget is set up, all that type shit. Yeah. It takes... There are steps. Like, whenever you ask somebody, especially, like, uh, uh, unfortunately, like, young millennials like us, if you ask them, okay... What, what do you want? They'll say uh, universal health care, universal basic income. Uh-huh. But they can never give you the steps to acquire how to get there. You know what I'm saying? And then they
1: don't even know, like, when they do start breaking down the steps of how we get there, it starts turning into a
0: shithole. Yeah. It all starts getting real evil. Yeah. And it, that's the thing with trying to create utopia, because I, I think at the end of the day, that's what people are trying to do. Uh-huh. Utopia is different for different people. Um, conservative utopia will look completely different from a liberal utopia. And at the end of the day, when you're trying to create utopia, you gotta realize at the end of the day that nothing's ever perfect. So with within creating that, you're probably gonna create more chaos than you are actual like order to things and how you know and actually creating a perfect society that you want. Uh, because we all know shit ain't perfect. Like you can't have a perfect society. You know, like I mean? like the book Animal Farm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh Animal Farm. I um I feel like everyone that's that's real on this. Hippie shit and real liberal. They all should just read this book. An animal farm is basically like all the uh, animals were on an even playing field and the pigs just decided they was going to take over the whole fucking farm.
0: Yeah. And that shit was weird. Cause didn't it like, didn't they become more and more like humans or some shit? Uh huh. Yeah. That shit. Yeah. That, that book was interesting. It's
1: realistic as hell. It's basically mocking Germany. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just mocking Germany. And that's basically what happened in Germany. It turned into a
0: dictatorship. And that's, that's. In Hitler's eyes, if like exterminating Jews would have created a utopia, yeah, and that's the danger. <laughs> that's the dangerous thing you're playing with fire when you when you do that shit. Cause like that's why I I, I challenge people to think a little deeper when it comes to these ideas because there's uh-huh. it's layers upon layers of things that you're not thinking about when when people are talking about these kinds of things, man. It's just it's, it's so multi leveled. It's just so many levels to it. You got to really sit down and think through it because. Honestly, I've sat down, like, I, I grew up, um, we're black. We grow up pretty pretty liberal people simply be because on the other side, you most likely going to find some people who really don't like black people. Like, yeah. Uh, not to say all conservatives are like that, because a lot of black people have conservative thoughts and opinions, but we always chose to ride with the liberal side, the democratic side, simply because on the other side, we saw a lot of racism and uh, bigotry. And, you know, it's like, you know... As a people, we gotta start, you know, evolving past these two, these this two party system thing we got going yeah. on. Yeah, it's getting it's getting kind of outdated, bro. It's like, well, it's been outdated. Like if we want to keep it real, and um, especially for us, because like like I've said, anything on that on that ballot, it never really has anything to do with us. Yeah, it's, and it's,
1: um, us as black people, we're uh, falling off with this trying to only vote for blacks.
0: Yes, bro. Fucking, okay, I think Angela Rye is the most beautiful woman. She is a gorgeous, beautiful queen, black woman, you know what I'm saying? Her so, look, intelligence makes her amazing. Yeah, but her- it Makes her sexy as hell. She already has her mind made up that she's going to vote for the black person every fucking time. She and does, that, and that's, that's like, so the worst thing you
1: can do, you was talking about playing with fire. The worst thing you can do when you're trying to put a fire out is add more fire. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I feel like that's where a lot of people fall off at. They're trying to um they're trying to fight fire with fire. Yeah. It's like uh basically dog for us to all be in a good situation, we all need to come together. Yeah. Trying to separate things like you know how everyone always says, well we're just going to go
0: back to Africa and this and that and blah blah. Yeah. Those those people in Africa don't like you. Yeah, <laughs> You and, know what I mean? You're an and American. If, if we all just decided, if all, whatever, how many million of us decided to pick up and just leave and go back to Africa, we would be seen as, like, invading immigrants. Like, mm-hmm. it would kind of become how, like, a lot of conservatives view Mexicans. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It wouldn't be a honky-dory situation. Even though I am a pan-Africanist when it comes to that, I think all of us need to go back to Africa and, and at least revisit our, our uh, ancestors and the people, you know, who are genetically closest to us because I feel like there's a connection with that. Like, it's like if you're an Irish guy and you go back to Ireland, mm-hmm. but you're an American Irish guy. So you're just American, but you go to Ireland where your family's from, it's a whole nother experience. I think, like, with black people, and I, I haven't been to Africa yet, but I would love to go back there, you know, just to see that shit. But yeah. um, with Angela Ryan, all this type of shit, I, I just really feel like um, people can't be so black that they're blind. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be so gung-ho, Africa, ho-tep type nigga that you don't see, even if the uh, candidate is white or, or a white. It could be a white man from Texas. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I fought with Beto O'Rourke, but not to even say Beto O'Rourke, but, like, just anybody who's, who's preaching the things that are most important to our society and to our culture, right? Yeah. And I hate that things are like that because – but it's not our fault that things are like that. Things have always been like that. You know what I'm saying? And white people made them like that where everybody is trying to hoard resources for their own skin color group. You know what I'm saying, their own ethnicity. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so we never truly make decisions as Americans. We always just make decisions as a color. It's weird. Yeah, bro. And um, you just said something that just reminded me of
1: something. Um, I seen, uh, how, the, how the hell did I forget his name? Oh, Partisan Fontaine. He's a new rapper. He uh just had a, a smash song with Cardi B called Backing It Up, and he posted on his IG, he had a jacket on that said, I, "Uh, what did he say? He said, I support all black business. So on one hand, okay, okay, everybody was like outraged, like, that is so racist, you should take that jacket off. All right, yeah. so I want to explain to people why that's not racist, okay, on one hand, um I feel like you should support black business only because we've been oppressed for so long and um we need whatever we can get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We need to help each other of course. Yeah. But on the other hand, if you if you um if you do horrible business, then fuck you. <laughs> yeah. If um if fucking if fucking Tanner is over here with the same business as you and he's running it, and he's professionally doing great business, and he, yeah, yeah, he's doing great business. I'm going over there to fuck with Tanner. Exactly. And if Tyrone is over there being a horrible businessman, fuck Tyrone exactly <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. but um let me explain why it's not it's not racist um saying saying that you want to support a a someone that's black you're supporting that person because what i just said because of oppression because the history that we have in america of it being a racist system um a white person having a shirt that says i support white white business is is weird because people already support white business you're the majority <laughs>
0: And this is the thing, because Joe Rogan always has people on there, and he's always talking about uh, the idea that uh, if black people can be racist or not. Oh yeah. And so like yeah, I be seeing that. Yeah, and then he always says, "Of course they can," but it's like I really want people to like revisit what racism is, like the system of it, and. Mm -hmm. In order for it to to actually be on an even uh, level playing field, because white people never understand, it's never on a level playing field when it comes to racism. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd have to revisit all the past and and literally reverse everything that happened: slavery, colonialism, uh, Jim Crow era, all that shit. Reverse it and make it uh, black people in power, and white people are you know the underclass. Uh huh. And literally reverse everything, and then come back to now, and then maybe you could say that black uh, people, black can, people be can be racist because yeah. there is so much history behind it, and we never revisit our history. We because never basically,
1: racism is systematic.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not just saying I don't like white people. It's saying like it's. It's pretty much I am going to
1: hold you back from prospering. Yeah,
0: it's it's pretty much why you know you are the if you walk into a store and you are the only black guy there. Some white people's hearts jump.
1: Yeah, with and, fear.
0: Uh, yeah, with fear of you. In there's so much power behind that. It's weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, you know, fig. We. It's just. It's one of those things. is like. I don't know. It's hard to explain because it's like pe- white people will never understand that type of feeling.
1: Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because they've never been through it before.
0: Yeah. Because like, like Katie will never get the the feeling of walking in somewhere and feeling like you're a threat and you're not even a threat. Uh-huh. You know? And trying to make yourself more docile and more, you know, submissive just to make people feel like comfortable around you. That's the weirdest shit to me, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, the perfect analogy would be like uh it'll be like us trying to explain to someone how it feels to give birth.
0: Yeah, I would never know.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I've never, I've never given birth. It's like, I'm what never is it? Going to me, to be able I imagine to give taking birth. a big shit. I don't know <laughs> exactly. Like, what is it? You we know? don't know at all. So exactly. it's like white people trying to understand like um, a, a black person being racist. You just you wouldn't get it because it's not even on the same playing field. Yeah, whatsoever. Exactly. Because honestly, you can't be black and be racist. You can be black and be prejudiced. Yeah, you could definitely you can't be racist though.
0: Black person, because I know a lot of prejudiced black people, and you know, even that- honestly, honestly, black people that's like real prejudice.
1: And I know the generation before us, they was, they had a reason to be prejudiced like that. Yeah, but but us young people that are prejudiced like that they're stupid as fuck.
0: It's really kind of for no reason. It's like you don't gain anything. It's stupid, anything dog. From it. Yeah,
1: you're not going to you're not going to get anywhere like that. Anybody that that hates someone for anything, that shit is dumb.
0: Yeah, you're not gaining anything from doing that shit.
1: And it's it's not going to get you nowhere. No fucking where. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. But uh dog, um I think um being pro uh, pro black is real popular nowadays like a lot of good things are happening because of social media and, and making things popular, like being pro black, being yeah. an entrepreneur, you know, yeah. things like that. Definitely. But at the same time it's kind of getting oversaturated, dog.
0: Yeah, being pro black, uh it's like uh it's it's the new end thing. It's the new cool. It's cool yeah. to wear your hair natural. It's cool to, you know, wear dashikis and wear your unk chain. You know, all the rappers got the unk on their chain now instead of crosses. I, I yeah. really, I really salute that because you know, I'm I've I've always said this. I do not I can't stand like black Christians. I can't stand yeah. black Christianity. And oh, the I thing you is, to. it's not like I have like I hate them. It's just I I pity them more than anything just because Explain
1: explain why you don't like uh black people being Christians.
0: I feel like it's obviously uh it's obviously slave propaganda. It's obviously what put us in a mind state to be subservient because even in the Bible what they used to preach us is, uh, slaves, be good to your masters, something like that. Yeah. It said in, in the Bible. And they used to use that to literally brainwash and brainwash us into thinking that our place was beneath white people. And so, you know, and my mom's a, die, a diehard Christian and my dad is, my whole family is very Christian. I'm just, but they, I, I thank them for allowing me to be who I want to be. Mm-hmm. But my mom, she always wants me to go to church and shit like that, but... It's not for me just because I know it's propaganda. I know like I know for a fact it's propaganda. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We know it is. And it's it's pretty much like um fear based faith. It's like if you don't believe it, you'll go to hell or something like that. I, yeah. I definitely don't fuck with shit like that. You like you know what I'm saying? And it's
1: that's like, why that's why we always laugh and joke about it when uh, people ask you, What do you believe in? What's your belief, whatever and and, and you just be like Oh, I believe in white Jesus. Of course I do. I tell (laughs) tell them every time
0: because I don't even want to get in that conversation. If you tell them no, they automatically start judging you. Oh, my God. Older black people, you tell them you're not a Christian, they... The whole room changes. It gets darker. Yeah. They all looking at you weird. It's like, God damn it.
1: Everybody hates you automatically. Yeah. I ain't going to lie, dog. I ain't reached the level you're at as far as that. Every time someone asks me, I go ahead and tell them. Yeah. You know? I, don't, I don't fuck with that shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't Bruh, fuck, with, I don't fuck with that shit. Bro, me a motherfucker asks me, yes, praise him. <laughs> praise white Jesus. Praise white Jesus. Thank you, Yes, goodness. I love him. Yes, he saved but, uh, us. Bro, I'll never forget, dog. I was in Popeye's on Easter Sunday. Yeah. And I know, dog, this is about to sound so crazy because I don't know why the fuck I did this. But I'm at Popeye's on Easter Sunday with one of our homeboys, and I'm hungover from the day before. I'm in there getting some food or whatever, and he's laughing and joking about Easter or some shit, and he was like, dog, we supposed to be at church and eating that good food. It's Easter Sunday. We in Popeye's and shit. I was like, bro, you know me. You know I ain't playing at nobody church. Exactly. And he was like, like, why you always say that, though? Why? And uh, I basically gave him a history lesson. I was like, dog, do you know Christianity was beat into black people? Oh, yeah. We was dog, we had a whole a whole different set of rules, a whole different set of beliefs mm-hmm. w- when we were in Africa. And they drug us from Africa, they bring us to this country, mm-hmm. and um basically they beat Christianity into us. Yeah. And then they changed the rules of Christianity, oh, yeah. why 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 is suicide the number one sin? And he was like, I don't know, I was like, bro, I'll tell you why suicide's the number one sin. It's kind of like you having a car and you wake up in the morning time and and your car is gone. So you go buy another car. You wake up a couple weeks later, it's gone again. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what like what a slave was. A slave was property to them. Yeah. So they basically were saying like the ultimate sin: if you kill yourself, you'll 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 forever burn in hell. Mm-hmm. That's why who the hell who the hell wants their quote unquote property to keep? Yeah,
0: because like it's like who would want to live through slavery? Yeah. So you had people, of course, who were jumping off ships, but they was coming over here. Uh uh-huh. So they had to beat into you. Uh, propaganda to pretty much make you believe that damn if I if I kill myself and re- relieve myself of uh, this servitude that I'm gonna burn in hell for forever the pain will never end you know what I'm saying correct and so you know but that's another thing too is like have you ever seen how comfortable white people are with Christianity oh uh, yeah and uh, white Jesus and all that shit they love it and it's 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 primarily because it, it stems from you know, old Hebrew beliefs mixed with paganism because as soon as they as soon as uh Rome decided to make uh Christianity its its premier religion, like it's it's that's the religion in Rome. Mm-hmm. Uh their main recruiting tool was trying to get their pagans to join. So what they had to do was kind of mix it together mm-hmm. to make the pagans be like, Oh, this shit, this is this is some shit I can rock with because y'all celebrate the same type of shit we celebrate, the same pagan holidays. Uh, the, on the same days, on around the same time of year, Easter, all that shit, Christmas, all that shit is pagan as fuck. Yeah, and um, it's not natural to to black people to believe in shit like that. It's a bunch of, you know, it's a bunch of fairy tales mixed with old actual Hebrew scripture and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, the
1: Bible kind of reminds me of um Harry Potter stories. Exactly. <laughs> it's something cute and something you can yeah. get from it. You know what you, I'm you saying? You could learn
0: you could read Harry Potter and learn lessons in Harry Potter. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's like uh but you know, that's the difference between some people cuz I know a lot of people who take um they're very fun- fundamentalist with Christianity and uh-huh. they think uh everything in it is true. Yeah. And um but, you know, it was said from the beginning of the time
1: that uh, religion was presented to us basically to bring us all together as one, mm-hmm. like the universal, the uni- uh, the fucking universal language for for everyone, basically. Yeah, see, that's the thing is like... But we started to separate it.
0: Yeah, see, that's the thing is like, uh, that's, that's the cool thing about uh, old, old religion and, you know, stuff like that is if I know if I'm a traveler, but I'm a Christian... Uh-huh. And I travel to a nation that's another Christian nation, we play by the same rules. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you the 10 commandments I follow are the same 10 commandments you follow. Mhm. Uh-huh. We, you know, we can now do business and get along well. You know what I'm saying? It's like oh, I know you're a Christian, we follow we play by the same damn rules, you know what I'm saying? Same but, thing um, with Islam and all that, you know.
1: But um see I just want people to understand that when we're talking about religion, we're not necessarily saying like it's just a horrible thing. We're just speaking on Black people, yeah, being, being Christians. Because me personally, yeah. I think I think religion is an amazing thing. Like, yeah, some people some people need that hope. But me personally, me as a logical thinking man, yeah, uh, religion doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. Me personally, I already feel like I'm an amazing person. And I'm not gonna run around here trying to hurt innocent people or anything like that. So I don't yeah. need that guidance and and hope in my life. And people always say, Well, what if you die and you find out that it's all real and woo woody woo? Like I'm dead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's too late. It's then. over with anyways. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. I talked I've I've talked to you about this before. It's like even though we don't call ourselves Christians, we follow like we 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 carry ourselves as if we believe in God. We don't uh-huh. we not no lying ass nigga, we not no thieves, we not no damn we not sitting up here trying to murk people and shit, you know? What exactly. I'm saying? I I still carry myself like a man of God even if I don't believe in the Bible and Christianity and all that shit. Uh-huh. I carry myself ab- above the filth, you know what I'm saying? And that's what that's all you really got to do, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's like cuz people think that you need a set of you need a religion. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's
1: basically like uh, everyone is just such followers, dog. If mm-hmm. if they don't have somebody telling them what to do, telling them what's right, telling them what's wrong, mm-hmm. they don't even know what to do in life. Yeah. And then they they kind of find like, like self-satisfaction in it. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm definitely doing the right thing and I'm better than you because I'm like this and I'm like that. And it's like <laughs> it's yeah. kind of pointless, man.
0: Yeah, that's the thing is uh, I've seen a lot of people who are Christian carry themselves like heathens, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And you always – look at the Roman Catholic Church, bro, where this shit all started. Yeah. Look how horrible and disgusting that shit is, you know what I'm saying? So it's <laughs> like even though they're supposed to be men of God, right? Uh-huh. They carry themselves like heathens and criminals, and they're molesting children and yeah. all kinds of – Dirty shit. You and, and that's why know the girls, Gladiator right?
1: movies always was so, was so good. Yeah. They just did so much horrible shit, but it was entertaining. Mm. That's really all they really believed in was entertainment. Yeah, They were really. junkies for entertainment. Really? They love sports. They really? love games. They love comedy. Yeah. They love fucking clowns. A Jester was a fucking clown. Like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And then, like, the uh, system that they were in, that shit's horrible. Like, who the hell... Who the hell wants one family to just be royal and the next, uh, I mean, everybody else just being peasants? Mm -hmm. That's horrible. That's a horrible way of thinking. But you're the men of God, though.
0: Yeah, and they kind of pushed religion. It's always kind of been like an oppressive kind of thing. It's like uh, the Pope, that nigga is like a rock star. You know what I'm saying? He's been since the beginning of time. (laughs) And um, even priests back then, they've always been fucking, you know, mega superstars and shit. But, like, it's always been an oppressive thing. It's always been, like, because, you know, back then in, like, monarchies and shit like that, like, they were pretty much synonymous. A king was synonymous with God, pretty much. Mm -hmm. It was like it was ordained. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm ordained to be, like, to rule over you. People actually believe that type shit. And mainly because of religion. You know what I'm saying? They believe, oh, well, if it comes from God, then shit, that shit's facts. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I feel like um, if black people could find a way to remove themselves from religion, it would open up a lot more opportunity and doors that we didn't, we didn't foresee beforehand. It would open a lot more minds. A lot of people are, uh, if you're, the thing is, I can't respect anybody whose knowledge is based between the, two, the cover of that book. Like uh-huh. that's that's as far as you can get because you're not willing to look into science. Uh, you're not willing to look into whether women should have control over their own bodies. You're not willing to look into, you know, any any of the the real world problems we're dealing with nowadays. It's like because if you're still using that, old, it's like it's like it's like using Windows ninety seven operating system.
1: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's so it's so outdated. Yeah, we're so far advanced and modified. Like. There's there's nothing about the internet in <laughs> yeah. the Bible.
0: Yeah, and there's so much shit going on now that like the, the the Ten Commandments can't even that won't even you know suffice for all the type of crime that's going on out here nowadays. But yeah. like, uh, don't get me wrong, I, I respect any black Christian. I respect y'all, but I more so pity y'all because I want better for my people. You know, I want. Us to succeed as a people, I, but it takes us to stop giving pastors so much goddamn money on Sunday and <laughs> take that money. This nigga got a lack. Yeah, he bro. And people in this congregation are starving. Yeah, you know. And it's like that's the craziest shit to me. It's like, um, all these people like TDJ's though. I think this dude is worth millions. Like he's worth millions, right? Mm-hmm. And there are people. Why do you have to pay these mega church motherfuckers like Joe Losting and all them? Yeah. You gotta pay to go see these motherfuckers. That shit crazy. They like Jay Z. They like fucking Tupac and them. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's like you gotta pay to worship your God. You know what I'm saying? That don't even make sense. That shit crazy. Yeah, and you know, it's just crazy, man. It's just one of those outdated system things that we just we need to get rid of. I think as black people. I mean, we've never. I honestly respect a black Muslim. And I'm black Hebrew more than I respect a black a black Christian. Now, I do respect black Christians, don't get me wrong. I don't want people to think that I don't respect black Christians because my mom's a Christian. Like I said, my whole family is Christian. I just wish that they could see the light, you know? T D Jake's uh net worth is eighteen million dollars. Eighteen million dollars. And he ain't never shot no ball. <laughs> he ain't never spit no sixteen. You know what I'm saying?
1: Hey, I'm glad I'm glad you said that though, dog. That's something else in the uh, black community I want to discuss, bro. Yeah. Why does everyone think that for you to be rich or you to be successful, you have to be a ball player or a rapper? Oh,
0: God. That's that. That's holding us back. Rap, that rapping hoop shit. Yes. That is like, bro, that is like having blinders on. Yeah. It is really like, because that's a, the that's a thing. I sit here and quarrel with that so much in my mind, bro, because like, there's so many different options out here now. You know what I'm saying? I know in the past that was our outlet. Music yeah. and sports was the only place where we could be ourselves and be extremely successful because you can't take that away from us. Everybody's here watching. They know I'm better. You know what I'm saying?
1: Bro, you know when we was young and we were growing up, I mm-hmm. thought I knew the answer to this question. I was like, "Um, I think I think everyone just wants to rap and hoop." Because that's all they ever see. Yeah, they don't ever get Our a chance idols. to see anything else. Yeah. yeah, you turn on the TV, you see Mike Tyson, you see Allen Iverson, you see people like that, and you're like, hey, they're just like me. Yeah. I wanna, um, I can do that too. But nowadays, we got so many other successful people like, uh, um, doctors I don't know, lawyers and doctors, shit. lawyers. We, we a got president. We got Damon, um, the FUBU owner.
0: Yeah, Damon John.
1: Yeah, Damon John. Like. We dog. We just have so he many people. businessmen. Yeah, that you can look up to. Like, yeah. like I respect Hove as a businessman way than, more than more him than as a, a rapper. rapper. Yeah. and I love him as a rapper. He's yeah. one of my favorite rappers of all times. Mm-hmm. But I respect his, him as an entrepreneur way more. Like, it's it, just crazy.
0: It all comes down to uh, opportunities given to certain groups of people. Uh huh. As we all know, no other minority group in America has gone through what Black people have gone through. I don't care what the fuck you say nobody has correct there have been constant roadblocks for black people in this country and I don't know I don't know why we're so important I don't know why white people made us so important like <laughs> they, we have to stop these niggas here you know what I'm saying yeah I, I think about it all the time and I don't know it must be something in our blood bro it must be something royal I don't know but motherfuckers been trying to stop us so we had to find our lane and mm. music and bro, the way we influence this world with our music and our, our athletic talents is like, it's ridiculous that through the concrete, that rose sprouted, which is black people. And black yeah. people, and most importantly, in America.
1: Bro, speak on your theory about how you feel like uh, rap music is about to
0: die like rock and roll did. Yeah, just, that's what always happens to our genres. It happened to jazz, it happened to blues, it happened to rock and roll. We start a new genre uh and it gets co-opted by white people and all these i don't even know what all these my little pumps and shit. i don't know what i think they're ethnically like hispanic or something yeah but pretty much <laughs> oh, i have no idea they're <laughs> closer to a white man than they are a nigga, you know what i'm saying yeah and it the, the genre gets co-opted and it gets taken over by people who are outside of the culture and once it does that it it degrades over time and it eventually it will it will fade away just like all the other dramas do. They'll always be around like people still listen to jazz and shit. So but what's the
1: time frame you put on this?
0: I give it 5 to 10 years maximum because See, and
1: that's where I disagree with you at, dog. Yeah. The reason why the reason why I don't think it's going to it's going to die out, especially not that soon, yeah. is because yeah. the people that's in the forefront of the, of the genre mm-hmm. still are, you know, Black men, that's that that's speaking on that. People are gonna always gravitate towards what's real. Like people like Lil Pump, he ain't gonna be here. He ain't, he ain't gonna be I here like two three years su- from now.
0: Surprisingly, uh, I think Lil Pump he might not be as hot as he he is now. Like niggas like Lil Pump, this whole. But do you he, think he got longevity? I think all of them do. I think the but the what's going on right now. I don't even consider it hip hop. It's not Wu Tang. Yeah, it's not Tupac. This to me, it's already becoming another genre, so it's like we can call it hip hop, but you know, when I hear I still see your shadows in my room, I don't consider that rap. You
1: know what I'm
0: saying? That sounds like some like pop rock, you know, top 100 type shit I would hear on the radio. Like it is,
1: but see, that's basically the vision that everyone had for hip hop when it first started. They wanted it to be the number one genre. So basically, what you're saying is you don't want hip hop to be the number one genre. No,
0: I want it to be the number one genre, like it is. But I, I don't want it to become some. I don't want it to become something like it, it becomes devalued when people start doing the things they're doing. Like we have all these people trolling, and everybody wants to be an internet gangster. It's not. It's not thorough. Like. There was a time where hip hop was ran by the real niggas, mm-hmm. and in order to come out and spit some some street shit, you actually had to be a street nigga.
1: But you know, bro, um, people like Kendrick, people like Cole, they're on a whole nother level, a whole nother planet than someone like Little Pump. Like you, just I said. really
0: don't. I don't think you understand like how the gravity behind these young guys, like. How much these kids are drawn more to them. Like, our, I mean, I understand that, group, but they're, not the, they're not the number
1: one. <laughs> I, bro, <laughs>
0: they're not, they not have even the number close. one hit songs. They always on the yeah, radio. They got,
1: they got hit songs, but they're not even making like close to the amount of money that a Kendrick or a Cole is making.
0: Nah, because, I mean, they the, the tour money is crazy. They Their investments are crazy, all that shit. But, like, and, and their record and, sales.
1: No, they have 360 deals.
0: Yeah, the young, They're the young cat. The yeah, they stupid. The they stupid businessmen. But I'm talking about, uh, pretty much just influence. Like, and yeah. I think they 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 have they hold more gravity with these young kids. And the young kids always make the culture. The young kids are always what makes the culture.
1: I mean, but you're always going to gravitate towards someone that you relate to more. Like, um, when we was growing up. Our parents thought that, that boom bap slap shit was stupid as fuck. That shake that Laffy Taffy, all that bullshit. Yeah. They thought that shit was dumb as hell. And we thought that shit was the best shit in the world. Yeah. And look at us now. We're not going to be able to relate to a 14-year-old right now. Yeah. Yes, we've been 14 before, but it's been so long since we were 14. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. going to grow up and, and want to hear something different. It's just going to keep happening. Yeah, that's why I don't think it's gonna it's gonna die at all. It's
0: just that's what's you, popular it's right like now. It, but do you consider what is going on? Do you consider Juice World and Lil Pump and all them young niggas? Do you consider that hip hop? Um, cons- yes, cause,
1: because cause it, because because uh, hip hop hip hop is like it's it's freedom. It's a free art form. It's basically just allowing you to be who who you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The nigga uh, Mr. Humpty Hump, Digital Underground. That shit was stupid as fuck too. So what, that wasn't considered uh, hip hop?
0: I mean, it, it was, but it's like, the thing is, is like, at the end of the day, hip hop evolves. I get what you're saying. But I don't think there's any longevity in what is going on now. Like, I don't think, and I really don't even consider it like hip hop. I don't consider that. I don't even consider it, like, fucking them franchise boy. I don't consider that shit nowhere near that. Yeah. It's something completely different. The way it sounds, the way it is, it's just like, have you been to the shows? It's more like a fucking going to a death metal show. It's mosh pits, and it's fucking, it's, it's just different. It's not like going to a Jay-Z show. It's nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, it's a completely different thing that they're, they're bringing to the table. It's a completely different thing. I think. That's just my opinion though, you know? Yeah. But um hip hop ain't gonna die though, dawg. That shit here to stay. It ain't it ain't gonna die. I ain't gonna say it's gonna be gone, but it's but the traditional it'll be, it will not be the number one genre. But dawg,
1: you know what tripped me out about you saying all this? You like these niggas you talking about.
0: I fuck with them. But I don't consider <laughs> it I don't consider I'm not gonna if you like it me having a conversation about Jay Z or Little Pump, it's not even the same world. And you know but they're
1: not on the same level neither though.
0: But it's not to me, I don't consider Jay Z and Lil Stand Pump. Same to the mic, bro. I don't consider Jay Z and Lil Pump the same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I can't even compare them. Like if they came out with albums, you know? hmm It's like for album of the year, put you comparing them. It's like how could you even do that? All
1: right, bro. So uh, let me give you a comparison to how these young people feel right now. So right now, you know, like um pump pump is like is like, you know, a king of music to them, correct? Mm-hmm. So when we were like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, dog, do you know who we thought was like one of the kings of music and he wasn't even close to on the level as a whole? Who? Little Webby. Webby? Yes. Yeah, Webby was fire. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you think? Do you think the old heads were sitting there like, oh man? No, but like- that's to me. Webby is rap. Yeah.
0: That's rap music to me. What Lil Pump and them do is not music to me. It, I mean, it's music. It's not nah, rap No, everything
1: too. you do. We was just talking about religion. Everything you do is going to consistently change. Yeah. It's supposed to change. You know what I'm saying? I mean, So the you, sound is different now.
0: The sound is different, but with different sound, I think comes a different genre. I don't think it's the same shit. Why can't it be the same, though? Because if they're all up for album of the year mm-hmm. and at the Grammys, it would be so fucking stupid to put... Was uh Little Pump's album uh better than Kendrick's? It's like how could and he just you know 100 on my wrist, 80 on my wrist, 100 right, on my wrist. It's just hard. That's a even. prediction
1: thing because that hasn't happened yet. So yeah. <laughs> we but have to like, wait and see if and it you happens. Got,
0: you got Kendrick spitting God versus the whole fucking album. And you gonna tell me in one, I might feel good about one like I feel about the other one, but I don't consider that one to be a rap album. I consider it something yeah. else. It's like, I could feel like, nigga, that, that fucking pump slap. I could feel like that Kendrick slap. But I just think, I, I don't like putting them in the same category. As, All right,
1: so tell me that. the answer. What's up? The answer. The answer to what? The problem you're presenting with music, with uh, rap music. Oh, this already gone.
0: There's there's no way to save it.
1: I'm, None. Nah, I'm saying, though, your answer. What do you mean? How you would fix it. There's no fix. I like what's
0: going on, but I just... See, know. I tell
1: people that all the time. Don't present me a problem without the solution.
0: No, that is, it's not a problem. I'm just saying it's oh, okay. rap is like it's moving on. Like, we're moving on. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's a problem that is happening. Even though I, we grew up in 90s, the golden era of hip hop. So, like, we're, we're immersed in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? That's our life. So many songs remind us of life situations and all kinds of shit like that. Mm-hmm. But we can't be uh afraid to let it go when it goes because not nothing's gonna last forever bro you know what i'm saying yeah but as far as hip-hop
1: changing matter of fact i got a question for you dog yeah how do you feel about um as far as you know um who was it was it kendrick lamar we were just talking about kendrick was it Kendrick Lamar? He was at the show, and the girl came on stage to say his verse, and she said,
0: and she said the N word, and he oh, got n words and shit. That yeah. shit. How you feel about it? Personally, like that? it always makes me cringe to hear white people say the N word, um, no matter if it's with an A or a hard R E-R on the end. But uh, it's getting to the point, like where let's be honest, you you watch these shows, right? Who's uh-huh. primarily in that crowd?
1: Uh, but you know, majority of this country is white anyway.
0: Yeah, but you just, it, niggas ain't buying tickets to go to the shows. There's some. Can most niggas afford tickets to go to these no, shows? No, that's another thing, though. But these ticket a, prices are high as hell, though. So the thing is- Because I'm not paying no three, $400 to go see no Kendrick or no Cole, neither. Yeah, I'm not either, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But, and I fuck with y'all. Don't get that. Don't get it twisted. I fucking love y'all. But I ain't paying that much money for that show. Who is Becky because her dad afford is rich it. as fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I feel indifferent about Becky saying the N word on stage, but you have, you, and, and you know, what was it? What was it? A man down, where you from? Yeah. And then she was like saying, nigga, you know what I'm saying? And everybody was like, oh fuck. But it's like, she's like, ah, it's like,
1: it's crazy, dog. As far as it goes with music, it's kind of like reading a book. You know what I'm saying? So it don't really piss me off. Like at a show, when it, when the white person next to me is 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 saying nigga, that doesn't piss me off. What pisses me off is when I'm just kicking it and white people around and they start using the N word yeah, all it's, loosely and freely. Yeah. They saying it more than I say it. You know what I'm saying? It always makes that me bothers me because yeah. it's kind of like a respect thing to me. It's just mm-hmm. like dog. You don't even you ain't even try to feel me out and see if this was okay with me if it's. Mm-hmm. It, if, if, if I'm even going to accept it. And then I always look at the other white people, I mean the black people in the room, and I'm just like, oh, they're comfortable doing this because they did this with you before.
0: Yeah. It, that, that, that's a really tough question, though, because like, they're at your show. They're there to enjoy your art, right? And, uh-huh. and you just happen to have that racial slur or racial epithet in your fucking verse a bunch of times. Yeah. It's like, how are they supposed to avoid Are they supposed to just bleep every time? And it's like it's hard because he put her on stage. And he's yeah, like, you know, it's what I'm a, saying? it's a
1: word. It's a word being used all the time. Or
0: maybe it would have been better if she was like, "Man, down, where you from?" and let the crowd say it or something.
1: Yeah, maybe. But she's not thinking like that. Yeah, she not. And she probably was drunk out of her goddamn her mind. Know she's, she's at a fucked show. Up. She's probably
0: drunk out of her mind. She's yeah. chilling,
1: and she does it at the house all the time. Yeah,
0: white girl, <laughs> white girl, wasted is a true statement. The music yeah. get fucked up.
1: So me, dog, I just feel like you know, if it's in the music, I mean, I know. I know when white people are in a car and they're listening to music, they're saying it, bro. Of course, you know what I'm saying. Of course, they're saying it. Just don't, just don't come around me saying it to me and shit. Exactly. That's
0: that's only thing with it. I respect uh, you know white people enough to not use cracker around white people. Yeah. You know, I never around my friends. My friends have never heard me say that shit, and I have a lot of white friends. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying. But if I'm around my black friends and I, a cop pull me up, man, this cracker pull me up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what we call cops, anyways. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, I would never do that. I wouldn't disrespect you like that. But they don't look at it like that.
1: And but uh, you know what it is about that though? What is? It? It's kind of different because if you did use that word around them, they wouldn't cringe because they would. They probably would agree with you. Yeah. Because they'll be like, damn, you know that is a racist ass and crack that's ass the, cop. That's the they thing. Would feel that's that the way.
0: thing what we was talking about. Can black people be racist? It's like there's a false equivalency with it. It's like Uh the N-word holds a lot more power than the word cracker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It holds a lot more power and weight behind it. And, you know, it's partially our fault for making it a term of endearment and not allowing, you know, them to be able to use it.
1: Yeah, that's a good ass point because yeah. um, you know, older people always ask us all the time like, why do y'all use this word? It's not that blah blah. Yeah. And you know, our answer always is, you know, we grew up with it. We turned something bad into something good. It's that, yeah. blah blah. Honestly, we probably shouldn't be using the word dog, but yeah. we're just so stuck in and we're and we're so used to it that we use it, bro. Yes, yeah, I've just, tried when I was young to stop using it. Yeah, like it's, I, I literally—it's tried. It's definitely
0: a part of my vernacular. I say yeah. that shit all the fucking time. We and, all do, bro. And I grew up in a predominantly suburban area, and I—it's just a part of me. You know what I'm saying? I grew up. You listen to rap music, all that stuff. It's just a part of it. It's always around you. You always hear it. Your friends are saying it. Um, so it becomes a part of your vernacular, just like we use the B word sometimes. Yeah. For and it oh, is. Oh, I not, use it often. Yeah, we use it. We <laughs> use it a lot. Yeah, and it's not meant as like unless I really want to hurt you with the word I I'll use bitch in a in a, a negative way. But usually I'm just saying like, man, this bitch goddamn. Yeah. I'm just talking now. It's not how even, see
1: how how, how people uh, view that word because a word is just a word. It it just depends the power you give to it, yeah. and that's why the 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 n word it just has so much power behind it because yeah. what we've given it. Yeah. So. The B word It's like the power that everyone puts on it. When I use that word, I'm describing someone that's just like annoying, someone that's just like aggravating. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that could be man or woman. Yeah. Because I know some men that's some little bitches. They, yeah. They're emotional. But they you always have like to be that, under or someone. Or you could just
0: use it as like, yeah. man, this bitch, like as in uh, just it's a just term. a pronoun. Yeah. It's just like saying that man.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You know? And so it could be either I'm trying to attack you with it, I'm trying to hurt your feelings with it.
1: Uh-huh. But or, people are so sensitive nowadays yeah. though, bro. It's
0: very, it's very hard to even speak so your mind out.
1: Sensitive. Here. I don't even know why I don't even know why people get this sensitive. They get sensitive about everything too, dog. You can't even say nothing nowadays like this toxic masculinity shit. Like oh. come on, bro. Toxic masculinity. And exactly. then all this all this feminist bullshit. And oh, that's something we have to touch on. Um, black women being being real extreme feminist. feminist. What
0: you call it, uh, I call it white girl feminism. Nah, nah, uh fucking feminazi. Oh, the feminazis, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the bitches be banging hard on the men's <laughs> out here, bro. On the man community.
1: Yeah. And um <laughs> I told a girl the other day, I was like, it's kind of crazy that a black woman would be this extreme hardcore feminist.
0: Uh huh. And like, I and no, but here's the thing though. When it comes to black women, we have to understand that they have been under they have been the least appreciated. Correct. So it's like they feel, but the thing is, don't redirect your anger on all men. Yeah, because that's the thing. Um, we all have been oppressed it, by the white what men. I, yeah, what I've what I've tried to get people to understand is, it's a comp- we have completely different cultures. Things that ride in our culture don't ride in their culture. Things that do ride in our culture don't ride in theirs. You're, you know what I'm saying? So it's uh-huh. like, you know, uh, the feminist the reason why so many black women are gravitating towards this white girl feminism, because I'd rather a woman be, you know, that, that hotep feminist. Like I'm a proud black woman. The black woman is God. The black woman is queen. You know what I'm saying? I, I rock with those, Yeah. but I don't rock with the white girl feminists. And that's like, just, uh, they feel underappreciated or they just, uh, they pretty much just want to be men. And it's like, you know, at the end of the day, they want to do anything they want to do without being judged and I get it that's fine but this is the real world that shit'll never happen. Exactly. And um to to jump on that side it's only you know further the separation between you know blacks, black women and black men. You know what I'm saying and it's mm-hmm. partially our fault for not appreciating the queens as much as we should have but correct. I don't think being but it a feminazi shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a war against us though. Yeah, and I don't think being a feminazi boat. is the answer to it. It's never the answer
1: to not it. Not at all feminazi with the
0: with the sisters on this white girl feminism shit i just want y'all to start rethinking all this kind of shit actually go into the go into the history of things a lot of y'all don't go into the history of this shit and and find out why there's a planned parenthood on every fucking in every hood you know what i'm saying uh huh and go back and do your history on it uh research margaret sanger and all these other feminist heroes that these white girls you know praise and really do your research uh, on these motherfuckers and what they thought about your people. You know what I'm saying? Because if you do that, I guarantee you'll come out with a different outlook on that shit because the motherfuckers is crazy, bro. At the end of the day, these feminazis out here that's banging and wearing the pussy hats,
1: <laughs>
0: these bitches is crazy, bro. Yeah, and they it's more so for white women. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's the thing. Cause, and I, bro, I fucked with the sisters. You remember uh, last year's Women's March? Uh-huh. The the uh the black girl who had uh don't forget white women uh voted for Trump because like sixty percent of like white women voted for Trump or some shit. Yeah. I, I'm fucking up the numbers, but it was a majority of white women voted for Trump. Which is crazy as yeah. fuck. And I yeah, and I fuck with you, sister, for doing that shit because these people gotta understand, okay, they playing a the game because they trying to get something out of you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They playing that type of game because they trying to get something out your ass. They need you. They need you to support. Bro, I still was shocked so many of them was voting for Trump after the fucking
1: grabber-by-the-pussy shit. Oh, yeah. But the
0: thing is, is like... I thought
1: they was going to bang out on real their, hard.
0: Their culture is like that. And yeah. in black culture, like I've said, who was the most important figure in that household? Mom woman. woman. That and, mom is the most important figure. Black culture is completely different from and white And we really girls.
1: didn't have a choice after the war on drugs. Exactly. Most our most our dads got taken from us, and we exactly. had no choice but to depend on and our that, black women. And,
0: and that's the reason why they feel abandoned and shit. But it's, yep. it, it, it's partially our fault and it's partially not because, you know, we live in the same country, and we see the shit that goes on. Mm-hmm. We know the war on drugs. We all grew up without our real fathers. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And shit's just like. I just want the sisters to rethink that type of shit. Don't always jump head first just because you're trying to ride a wave. No, oh,
1: really? Everyone just needs to do their research on anything and form their own opinion and stop just going off what, what mm-hmm. they see or what they hear someone else say.
0: Yeah. Because I really don't think the sisters out here thinking any nigga who is a stand-up guy and who is a man uh-huh. and who has a, a, a lot of testosterone and is a stand-up guy... I don't think they're calling him toxically masculine. Yeah. And they're just looking at other guys like, oh, y'all some bitch ass niggas. This is a real man type thing. You know what I'm saying?
1: Bruh, that Gillette commercial, I told you when I first seen it, it confused me for a second. Yeah. Was, I was, was like, what am I looking at?
0: <laughs> but you know, the only people who really got outraged by it was like really sensitive white guys. Yeah. And it's like. They're it's trying
1: just, to make us look like chauvinist pigs.
0: Yeah. And it's like. I mean, I, I I get it. I get the yeah. commercial. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with all that, but I get the commercial. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I get what the message is.
1: I, I completely understand what they was trying to do because, you know, um, like we were just talking about as far as all the liberal thoughts, you know, I'm always between sometimes on a lot of things. Like, on one yeah. hand, I'm on the side with, um, you know, maybe we do go a little too hard on... uh on trying to force uh all men to be over aggressive yeah that i understand on the other hand i'm like oh so now we're just we're just about to start telling men they don't have to be men (laughs) that's what we're doing
0: and that that's the uh the weirdest thing you ever seen them people with the future is feminine like shirts and stuff Uh -uh. like that there's like this whole thing where the girls are saying the future is feminine and um That's just a very dangerous idea.
1: The future is feminine. Yeah,
0: the future is feminine.
1: That's gross, bro.
0: It's scary. It's more scary than anything. Yeah. It's just because. So
1: everyone would just be women and just be like sensitive like a woman and, you know, nurturing like a woman.
0: And there's nothing wrong with all those womanly qualities, but there's also positivity in the more masculine qualities. And this is the thing you can be a man and have feminine qualities, or you can be a woman and have masculine qualities. Right. There's nothing wrong with the diversity of that. You know what I'm saying? And so we're, we're demonizing one.
1: Dog, if everybody's gonna be feminine, who who's gonna protect us?
0: I don't know. It's gonna be a bunch of bitch ass niggas running around this bitch. <laughs> that bro. shit is wild, yeah. bro. It's,
1: that shit is insane.
0: And that's the that's uh that's the difference in all these cultures. It's like
1: it's crazy because I'm thinking of like all the people I know that's like a little feminine. Mm-hmm. I'll be scared if they was, like, the police officers. If Bro, they was, like,
0: the, the gun-ho Marine. Yeah, well, bitch-ass niggas is winning uh, in these, these late 2010s, you know? Yeah. Bitch-ass niggas is winning. Like, if you can, you're more, like, women, it's becoming an, an attractive thing to select a man who's more submissive. Yeah. We're in a time beforehand that, that never existed because at the end of the day, what I want women to understand is if you get a submissive man, um, you're, it's no longer two heads coming together and to, to solve problems in your relationship. It's only one head. And that's the same thing with men. If you get a submissive woman, like a super submissive woman, you mm-hmm. have to have a woman who's willing to tell you when you're wrong. And you have to have a man who's willing to tell you when you're wrong because now you have – when you have that and y'all can sit down and talk things out, not argue and fight, but talk things out. You have yeah. two heads coming together on one issue. If you're the figurehead in the, in the relationship and you want a submissive mate, it's, you're only getting one opinion, so you only have half the processing power for a problem that you're trying to solve. It's just that, that's why I've never liked people who like submissive people, you know. Yeah. And I like people who surround themselves with strong people because you get a bunch of different opinions. You know, kind of like
1: about? Bane from Batman when he was talking about. Uh... I'm not scared of the likes. I've always been there. Exactly. That's how people are, dog. Or the dark, the dark. I'm, uh, yeah, the dark. Yeah. That's how people are, bro. They're more comfortable being around people that that's fucked up like them. hmm <laughs> And it's like, nah, you gotta, you know, you gotta get out that comfort zone.
0: Yeah. Exactly. That shit's crazy, bro. But yeah, black girls, y'all, y'all, y'all know y'all still out here rocking. And that's yeah. the thing about black women is like, um, do you know they out earn us? Yeah. They have more degrees than us? Yeah. As black as uh let's just say black women and black men. That's what I'm uh-huh. talking about. They out earn us. They have more degrees than us. Bro,
1: you know what made me look that up? What? When um when I was in college, I was wondering like why are why why is it nothing but women in all my classes, dog? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh,
0: women are taking. I went to a university,
1: something. so I kind of would look around and be like, "Damn, it's not a lot of black people in all these classes." Mm-hmm. But when it was black people in my classes, let's say it was like nine nine black kids out of sixty sixty students. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. out of the nine, it'll probably be me and like maybe two other guys. Mm-hmm. The rest would be women, mm-hmm. so it'll be like a nine to two ratio.
0: Yeah. And that's that's the thing is um what. Even though, you know, I feel like black women get mistreated the most in the society, black men are the least, like, we're just absent. Uh huh. We're not even, like, present in the society, really, because all of us are in fucking jail or yeah, something's going on. Not to, like, vastly stereotype, but that's, like, that, if you look at it statistically, yeah, yeah, that's just what it is. It's like we don't even participate, kind of. But that Trump uh, prison reform, though. Yeah, see, that's the thing, bro. And this is another thing. I don't know. You know, Angela Rye probably say something bad about this shit. <laughs> she always find a way to twist that. You know that type. You shit. You beefing with her hard, aren't you, bro? I love her, but she's such a beautiful, strong black woman. But I just don't want her to be so black that she's blind to anything that could help yeah. her. Yeah. And if they're white, uh huh. Or if they're Hispanic or something like that.
1: Yeah, you say it all the time. Like, um, um, yeah. If Trump, if Trump does something, uh, bad. You shun him for it. If he does something good, you know, give him his credit because exactly. us as people, we only get better if he gets better.
0: He's the president of this country. So, like, yeah. if he does horrible, guess what? The country does horrible. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like people don't get that shit. I'm not no Trump supporter at all. I don't fuck with him at all. He He ran a hateful fucking campaign. I don't fuck with shit like that. But if he signs a bill, a crime, a bill about, you know, fixing... You know, prison reform and all that shit, I have to give him his props about some shit like that. You're right. You know what I'm saying? so it's like people, uh, people are, that we're such on such teams now Mm -hmm. that even if somebody on the other side does something good for everyone, we can't fucking give them their credit. And that's just the weirdest thing in the world to me now. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Um, dog, fucking, um, it's crazy. We was just talking about that, uh, the feminist shit, dog. The thing that black women do that that trips me out all the time too, is um, girl, he gonna leave you for a white woman. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. Dog, wasn't we watching that uh fucking Atlanta the other night and uh she kept following the white girl and she was like, and it's not, I'm yeah. the one putting up with this shit. Did and the white girl yeah. was just like. Okay. <laughs> 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 bruh. Uh, well, bruh. I, maybe I just love him. Maybe exactly. I'm not trying to take all black men. Maybe yeah. I just love him. Yeah. That shit is crazy, though. I had someone I was asking um for topics on IG and I had a girl DM me and she said, "Uh, I think you should talk about can a can a man be pro black and mm-hmm. be with a white woman?" Cuz um what's the guy that made the movie? The uh the um it wasn't Jordan? Nat Turner. It wasn't the Nat Turner movie, was it? The director of the Nat Turner movie? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't he dating a white woman and everybody was like, yeah. was like going hard on him? Like, mm-hmm. oh, how you gonna be for black people and you over here with a white woman? And that's
0: the thing, that's the thing. Uh, because you know, I'm in an interracial relationship. Yeah. And I date a white woman, I have an interracial child. At the end of the day, to answer that question mm-hmm. is personally, you can be pro-black, but you cannot lead the forefront of black. You know, you can't be at the cutting edge of empowering black people and um and being an interracial relationship simply because you won't be accepted for it. Because okay, okay, okay. A lot of the time our people we're 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 very um visual, we're very it's about symbolism, it's how you present yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time, uh if you're a black person and you're with a white woman uh, it's presented as you value white women more than you would value black women. You know what which I'm saying? Which isn't the case. But which, yes. which, you know, but there's some guys out there who are like that. Correct. And it's weird. And you always ask me why I hate them motherfuckers. Yeah, I hate them too, though. Because <laughs> that's the thing is, like, I've never... No, they
1: get on my nerves, yeah, bro. Yeah,
0: like, me me growing up, my story, I always dated black girls all the way... Uh through school, I've dated white girls all the way through school, I dated Hispanic women before. And, you know, the woman I'm with now, we met for a freshman year of college, mm-hmm. and she she pretty much like, I fell in love with her, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we're still together to this day. But at the end of the day, it's like, black people will never be able to accept a man who's out there on the forefront and the cutting edge of, of black politics and black culture and He's banging for the people and wearing ox and dashikis and shit, and he's with a white girl. Because even I remember, uh, because it just it's a it's a it's a scent. We're big on symbol. We're big on how you look. You know what I'm saying? It's like why do we dress like we dress? Nigga could live in a project and look and be dressing like he a millionaire. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we're big on visual. We're big on. We can't accept you if. You're a black guy pushing this trying to push this cutting edge of like culture and trying to push the culture forward and being a black representative for your people, and you're with a white girl. It just will never work. but you can personally be pro-black like I am, like I'm very pro-black. I teach my son all kinds of pro-black stuff, you know what I'm saying, and i I, I tell him that he's looked at like a black kid, even even though he's biracial and all that type of stuff. yeah, like you'll never be able to be accepted fully by the people, but you can be pro-black personally. So I would never tell you go out there on some race crusade and try to be the next Martin Luther King and you date a white girl, because it'll never work. And your people, the thing is, your people will always kind of like have that chip on their shoulder. Like, I mean, he t- he's saying the right shit, he's doing the right things, but I see where you're.
1: It's the presentation, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I I agree with everything you say, but I think you know I always say dog I always say that us as people we get better over time or we're supposed to. That's one thing we're supposed to get better with. Like yeah. um who you who you fall in love with and pick to be your mate shouldn't shouldn't like it it just shouldn't matter, dog. Like yeah. I don't give a fuck who you're with. I don't give a fuck what race the person is you're yeah. with. I, I I really care about your beliefs. I care about what you're doing.
0: Yeah, cuz the thing is, Slim, it was never a thing until white people made it a thing. Like white and black were never a thing. Yeah. You were from you were from a nation.
1: I tell people that all the time. You go to other countries and you see that like they don't even view like black and white
0: like that. It's not really like that. Yeah. It's like you're French.
1: Yeah. Like, you you're know, I slim. stayed in Germany. The black people there, they were just German. Yeah. There wasn't like, "Oh, he's a black guy." Yeah. Like, I never heard Germans speak of that. Yeah. They were just all Germans.
0: And and not to say there's not any, like, racial undertones in everybody's yeah, society. Yeah, colorism or anything. Yeah, though. colorism and all that stuff. But it's just, it's so much different in America. And mm-hmm. especially, like, this being the home of civil rights and pushing forward for black people as a whole around the world. Because, you know, a lot of that, was all the battleground was here. Yeah. You know? So it's like. Here is you can't be the next Martin Luther King and you're with a white woman. You know you can't be the next Malcolm X and with a white woman. It's all about presentation with black people. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, it shouldn't be like that though, bro. It people, should. People got to get better.
0: It shouldn't. But you know, I've had to accept it because you remember when I was on my nigga, I was on my hot shit hard as fuck. Yeah, wearing dashikis and shit. My family laughing at me, calling me kunta and shit. they like nigga you date a white girl shut up you know what I'm saying (laughs) you get out of here nigga no it's crazy
1: it's crazy you say that because um I remember when you used to be having them crazy ass debates Mm -hmm. and screaming about how us as black people we got to do this you was real uh, strong on it and niggas used to be looking at you and like uh yeah nah like like I'm literally seeing it in my head like I remember the day and they all just looked at you and was like bro but you got a white bitch. Exactly, nigga. <laughs> and I, I ain't gonna lie, I was laughing though. <laughs> and
0: I just had, yeah. I, I mean, at the end of the day, I just had to smile about the shit too. I was like, nigga, all right, you just gotta learn that you can personally be on your black power shit, know your black history, uh-huh. uh huh, support your black uh leaders, support your black uh music, support your black artists and everybody support everybody black businesses. Yeah. But if you're gonna be out here on the forefront banging and Wearing your fucking dashiki and shit, nigga. You can't have a white bitch on your arm. That shit is not going to work. Damn, dog. It's It's sad, but that's just how it go. And I've accepted it, nigga. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like that's how it is. And, you know, that's just how shit goes, bro. That's just how it is, bro.
1: That shit's crazy, dog.
0: Yeah. I mean, in a perfect world, it wouldn't be like that. Love would be love. You know what I'm saying? But in a world where it was made black and white and it wasn't done by us, And that
1: was my only beef uh, whenever I speak on liberals is like, shit is not going to be perfect. (laughs) When are y'all going to understand that?
0: It'll never be. And there will never not be a man judging you or a person judging you. Uh There is no such thing as a judgment-free world because as human beings, we're wired to judge. We're always trying to sense danger. We're always trying to sense when somebody's trying to snake us. That's and we always care about
1: what other people think. Yeah, just, we always care about what other people think of us. But man. I told you, every day I wake up, I uh, I go see what motivational shit Gary Vee has to tell me. And I yeah. seen he did a poll about uh how many people care about what other people think of them. And it was at like 39% of people that said they care. And to me, that's high yeah. because it's like, damn, it's, it's that many people Who that is willing shit? to admit that they really care about how people think about them. Like me personally, bro, the reason why I go after everything I'm everything I'm thinking, everything I, you know, I strive to do. I chase my dreams. I don't care about nobody's opinion is basically because I don't give a fuck about people viewing me and saying, hey, you failed. Yeah. I just don't care about people. I don't care about the thoughts of me or anything like that. And it works for me, dog. Yeah.
0: I'm 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 very similar in that way too, where I've never truly because the thing is if you put too much emphasis on what people think is like you'll never you'll never be good enough for people like as a whole. So Correct. Like you'll always be struggling to try to be something that you'll never attain. Yeah. And so the best thing you can do is be the best you you can be. Bro, you'll never be a successful businessman if you give a fuck about
1: what people Yeah. <laughs> what people think of you and your business ventures or you and what you do in your personal life or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That shit's crazy. Like shit. That documentary we watched, buddy from um from the fire shit. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm sure he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> fuck, no, my nigga Billy, bruh, scammer of the year, bruh, scammer of the century.
1: Nigga. Hey man, for those of you uh who don't know what we're talking about, so it was a um it was a, a festival made a couple a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Fire um festival. it was called Fire Festival. They made a documentary on it uh the the what it was a promotion group the promotion group called fuck jerry they made a documentary on netflix you can go see it on netflix um and i don't know who made the one on hulu i like the hulu one yeah the hulu one is real Fire good it's real hulu it's real informative yeah. but the one on netflix
0: and it actually has an interview with billy
1: yeah so obviously somebody didn't get it cleared. they didn't yeah. get the interview with billy cleared exactly. on on the one that uh the people from fuck jerry did yeah but uh the one on Netflix, it has one scene in it that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Y'all have to see it. Um, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I'm about to spoil it for you anyway. But, uh, spoiler alert! Shit. Yeah, spoiler alert. If you don't want to know, fast forward a little bit. Yeah. But uh, the one scene I'm talking about, it's a guy. He's obviously an old gay guy. Old gay white man. Yeah, he said Billy called him one day and was like, "Hey man, we can't get this water cleared. You know, he was trying to get all these, you know, tanks of water." uh cleared to go over to the little island. They did the festival in the island.
0: In the Bahamas, yeah. Yeah. Uh
1: a small island in the Bahamas. And um he was like, you're gonna have to take one for the team, man. You're gonna have to go to the guy that's running it and uh suck his dick. And Billy just gave this long drawn out story about <laughs> how, you know, I went home, I took a shower, uh I brushed my teeth, I gargled with mouthwash, and I was and completely I was, yeah. <laughs> prepared to suck some dick. I was completely <laughs> I was completely Prepared bruh. to suck some dick. Oh, my God. I was like, bro, this is a serious-ass documentary, and bruh. this scene just happens in the middle this of it. It's like in the about... middle of the documentary, bro. It's put, fucking crazy. We was crazy. rolling in it. Bro, I was rolling. I played that shit back, like, what, like three, four times? Bruh, I was like, like, did this nigga just say I was prepared to suck some dick? Like there wasn't no other option. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's And he it. said, I went in there and uh, just know. When I got out of there, we had our water. <laughs> I was like, bruh. So now it's like it's like levels to people being gay, right? Yeah. It's like uh you have your people that's like, you know, just gay. They just like men. That's just their thing, you know. They're yeah. just like us heterosexual men. They just, you know, they like men. Yeah. Then you have your flamboyantly gay yeah. men that's just running around. They want to make sure you know they're gay yeah. and they want to try Loud to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He was one of the in between. (laughs) Yeah,
0: he was like, uh, you could kind of tell he was gay. Yeah, but it was subtle.
1: Yeah, he was just, you know, he just was a normal man, normal gay man. Yeah, I and but he started talking about sucking that dick. He got overexcited.
0: Yeah, (laughs) but at the end of it, bro, that y'all really because I didn't know this shit was that big. I didn't know the fire festival. Scam, whatever. Me neither, I I just thought it was some bullshit, and you move forward from it. Yeah, I remember. Because we, bro,
1: we have so many scams today, and especially then, Mm -hmm. where it's just like, oh, there's another scam.
0: And I didn't know. I didn't know it was as big as a a whole debacle as it was. It was just so fucking. It was big, man. That dude. It was millions of dollars on the line. Yeah. I thought it was just some bullshit. Like he scammed. when I heard about it, I didn't even think it was really a scam. I just thought all these people thought they were going to go to a a crazy festival, and it just – it sucked It sucked Honestly yeah.
1: seeing those pictures In that documentary though That shit kind of Tripped me out dog But me personally Like whenever I think Of a festival I think of old Ratchet ass spot anyway Like yeah. y'all motherfuckers Is fucking At Bernie's For fucking Three and four days Y'all ain't showering And, and yeah. none of that shit Y'all just doing drugs Y'all stink as fuck yeah. Y'all fucking each other that,
0: Yeah that's your, that's the typical festival Just drugs yeah. No shower. But this
1: festival They were selling villas For what Like 25 yeah. grand yeah, Exactly Like this was grand. like A high
0: class they was What they call glamping Like glamorous camping where uh-huh. motherfuckers had nice ass tents and villas and shit like that. But like that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah, when and they Billy got there it was, was nothing jug- but just man jugging and they got there and it was some fucking FEMA tents. Hey yes that's what it looked like for it looked sure. like
1: FEMA out there. But bro man let's give Billy our you know his credit bro right. first first he made a fucking um Jigger a black card he made a black card for mm-hmm. uh young people yeah the magnesium yeah. joint yeah, he jugged he jugged off that. Yeah. Then he tricked all these all these young rich kids with a crazy marketing strategy, yeah. which is uh the influencers. Yeah. That shit is wild, bro. Right. Y'all y'all people really give a fuck what the Kardashians do, bro, what sometimes,
0: they say? Sometimes I feel like we're of another generation cuz I until I watched that I didn't know what the fucking. Influ- I've never heard influencer.
1: Oh no, nah, I knew about influencer. You knew about that? Yeah, because I, I told you. I that. told you the boy that was on there. His name is Austin. I've been following him since he first started doing vlogging. Okay. He was one
0: of the original vloggers. Cause I never, bro. You know, I don't do social. I don't have any social media. Yeah. Anything I get, fucking World Star and news sites. That's <laughs> I it. told you about that World Star <laughs> shit too. <laughs> and goddamn. <laughs> so when I saw this whole influencer shit, it's just this weird. It's this weird age we live in where power is given to those who seem undeserving of it it's like yeah they have so and they literally have influence over people yeah so if they post some shit and say fire festival i'm going to that bitch let's get it bro you know so it's like everybody's it's like, gonna there's gonna create buzz around it because yeah. they're an influencer it, it,
1: it was nothing but a fucking orange screen yeah that's it just the orange screen and, but bro i was just talking about gary v i can sit here and list you a million reasons why i get motivated by gary v mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying I really want people to tell me what is it about uh, about these fucking Kardashian girls that they love so much and just respect and just, you know, they're inspired by them. Like, what is it? And what's their fucking talent?
0: What do I'll they do honest, that's just so good? I'll be honest, dog. I've sat down and watched seasons of the Kardashians with my girl because she loves that shit. Yeah. And you get in this trance. And you just uh, you like you really have to slap yourself out the shit for real. It's just like watch the bro, just watch the Kardashians, just watch watch two episodes straight, and then you'll you'll wake up and you'll be on the tenth episode, and you'll just be like, what the fuck is what where the fuck am I? It's tenth like five hours and the pass by?
1: Bro, what do they be doing on the show? I've never seen. Bro, show it's just before.
0: about their lives, and they just be, you know, white girl fucking I man, guy like. Duh, do, do they at least be doing some interesting shit? Bro, it's never anything interesting. It's always, like, little small shit. Like what? Little dumb shit. Like, ah, Kanye's he brought me a, a bench truck today or something like weird <laughs> shit. It'll be, like, some fucking crazy shit, bro. And, like, and it's just like, okay, well, that's cool. Bro, I know
1: people that live like them. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? I and I just be looking like, you look so bored and miserable.
0: I think it's the idea of people wanting to live a life of a higher status. Mm-hmm. And they live a life, or they- at at first they were faking it till they make it, yeah. Because they weren't all rich like they are now. They were just like pretty upper, like lower upper class. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The dad was a uh, Rob Kardashian, the lawyer of uh, OJ, wasn't he? Yeah. And uh, he was more just, so friend and lawyer. Yeah, and he he wasn't a mega wealthy guy. They got their mega wealth after that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like more. It's more so the presentation of a lifestyle that is upper crust and they're presenting it to other people. Hey, and bro, other people speaking, speaking of their dad,
1: that. bro, yeah. uh, somebody needs to speak on this. What the hell is their mom doing to all these men? The dad passes away and then uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Bro, yeah. <laughs> what Ka- is she doing to these men? Caitlyn,
0: uh, old Bruce, goddamn. I seen pictures. My, that motherfucker was at the trial and shit. Yeah, bro, di- which bruh. is crazy. She would, bro. She But I, you know, she you, might be Medusa, nigga. Honestly, I think that bitch had a a, a game plan from the get-go. You think so? Bro, I think she did. <laughs> I think she had a game plan from the get-go. Like I I think she looked at this shit like it was like these niggas sweet. I'm about to take all these niggas for that shit. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? And yeah, because now she's a mogul and she she really ain't fucking with none of them and she got a a black boyfriend and <laughs> Yeah, she's just not fucking with none of it. She's rich as fuck. All her girls are rich, and I think that was her whole her whole goal. So, bro,
1: I think that's I think that's the thing why they look up to uh, these women is because you know these influencers, yeah, these influencers because they came up they you came up 50, off nothing, for off of other post. people, yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. They paid her fifty thousand dollars just to post, Kindle. yes, just to post about their festival. But yeah, we got off on the tangent. Um. <sighs> But yeah, bro. Back to this fire shit, dog. Bro, the biggest jug of all time. Can we play? like? Can I we go think ahead and it give definitely them is. Them?
0: You you jugged a bunch of upper middle class white kids into paying thousands of dollars to come be stranded on a desert island. Uh huh. Jug man, be jugging. <laughs> that shit is. That shit is, bro. Classic scammer.
1: Dog. How much money do you think it would have cost for him? To pull that off and pull it off successfully, bro, at least fifteen million. No, 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 no. He was he, he was in debt for twenty six million already, and couldn't oh, pull for it real? off. Yeah, Nick. the number was twenty six million eight hundred.
0: If that was all eight hundred thousand and like fifty cents. If that was all twenty six million for the weak ass tents and them cheese sandwiches.
1: And he was paying everybody. Oh, and don't forget, um, he spent. 26 trying to trying, uh, trying to get everything going he still didn't pay the local the employers thing. yeah uh, poor man Poor the I mean. all them
0: poor bahamian people yeah
1: all. they worked they worked their asses off from sun up to sun down and it never is. got a check for that shit that that's shit is fucked crazy. up crazy so bro i'm thinking that that that's whole festival would have probably cost him what
0: 50 probably
1: at at least 50. I'm yeah. thinking like 80.
0: And you, He didn't even pay no artists or nothing, bro. Yeah, he didn't pay this no artists. Been bro. They pulled
1: all the artists. Yeah, like, all right, the right artists before. Out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. they ain't had no choice. Ain't no artists get paid. Yeah, they, he ain't had no money to pay them. Exactly. Nah, but what tripped me out is the ending, though, That Like, my nigga Billy is a hardcore scammer. Yeah, like, he's it's in his blood, century, bro. bro. Like, he's scamming right now as we speak. So, yeah. At the end, he's uh he's out on a three hundred thousand dollar bail. Mm. And um uh he decides to pull another scam. Fucking scamming. That <laughs> he nigga starts can't selling, stop, won't stop. Yeah, he starts selling masters tickets and uh saying he had tickets to uh Beyonce. what's it called? Beyonce shows, the yeah, fucking Met Gala. Shit. Ain't that what it's called? Met Gala? Yeah, yeah. yeah and, for, and, and for and for y'all who don't know what that shit is, it's like A secret society type shit, and it's it's invitation only. They they don't sell. Yeah, they don't sell tickets. But he was jugging people and telling them that he had tickets Tickets for it. it. Like he just didn't stop. So he ended up getting getting sentenced for all that shit. They gave him like six years federal time. Which for those of you who don't know about um, any anything involving law, you do pretty much most of your federal time. Yeah. So he'll probably be there for like five yeah. years and some change. You
0: think five? Yeah,
1: but yeah. mm, probably five think he on can the get head.
0: Out a little earlier, on good behavior, nah. Type shit? Four and a
1: half, five. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna do four and a half, five. But the crazy thing is, they also said he's in, he's in, um, he's in prison right now teaching some class. So I'm almost positive he's still jugging.
0: Yes, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He's bruh, just never going to stop. He's one stop. of them niggas, dog, that will never stop fucking scamming people. Dog, jug never. ain't gonna jug, bro. They might as well. bro. I think he literally has a like a mental issue. He like does something, something wrong with him because to do that, and you know you're facing that Fed time like that, and to get out and you selling fake Met Gala tickets, <laughs> you're a ballsy guy.
1: Yeah, dog, you're very fucking ballsy. And then like I ain't gonna lie, also, dog, you know, like most criminals, he's a very intelligent guy. Yeah. He uh he knew he 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 brings people along and he uses them and like, you know, he knew he couldn't be the face of this new jug. So he had somebody else to be the face of it.
0: My nigga murder. Murder what is <laughs> ja. Oh,
1: yeah. So the uh Firefest I was talking about the second jug. Mur- but bruh, um Jo ja, ja really is like an innocent duck, bruh.
0: You think, bro, I think Ja knew what the fuck was going on, though.
1: Honestly, dog, I don't think he did, bro. You don't think so? Bro, this nigga Ja Rule, they they called him a um a co-owner, but he yeah. really wasn't nothing but a brand ambassador. Yeah, pretty That's much. That's all he was. He was kind of like the face. Yeah, but you know, that shit had us rolling. Every fucking scene he's in, all this nigga doing is,
0: salute. <laughs> Drinking like a motherfucker. Just drunk every bro, scene. He got like, paid
1: to fucking drink. Yeah, he's like, he's like
0: toast to a good life. <laughs> in a new venture yeah. like job bro, bro, bro your ass down what are you
1: doing you're not doing no work you're playing bro. on your phone in every scene exactly. you're at you're at all these interviews and you're like okay i'm going to hand it over to my brother here <laughs> so he can explain what's going on cuz am don't like, know bro, shit. that's some crazy shit he don't know shit about shit now, now, he's like i just knew it was a good thing so i had to be a part
0: of it bro so now he got this other shit that he out, he doing called icon or some shit so y'all watch out for that shit too.
1: Yeah, which is basically the same thing because uh, the fire app, what it was, was um, a booking. Yeah, it was. You'll be able to book your artists yeah. because um, basically he told the story about how Billy tried to book him and had to go through like three people and pay those three people just to get him. Yeah. So the app is just the app, so you can directly book these agents. I mean these uh these artists for like your bar mitzvah shit like yeah. that. And Jock ja kept that shit up. He got one called Icon now.
0: And why the fuck? Here's the thing though. Why the fuck was he trying so hard to book Ja Rule? I don't get that shit. <laughs> he went through. Why are you going through five people for Ja Rule? You can find like. There's so many other fucking artists out here, right? And, and at the time, this was what, like three years ago? Yeah, I'm like, this is not Ja Rule Prime Ja Rule. This is like <laughs> old drunk ass Ja Rule that yeah. we saw in the fucking documentary.
1: Old drunk ass Ja Rule. Yeah. This isn't. This isn't. Uh, this isn't fucking pain, the Pain is Love album, Ja Yeah, World.
0: this ain't Murder, Inc. Ja.
1: Nah, this is current and Ja, and, and you're over here talking about, yeah, I, I I paid one dude five grand, and I paid another dude like four grand. <laughs> like, bro, you're paying all this money for Ja?
0: That's how I know he got mental illness. He paying all that goddamn money for Ja.
1: Yeah, now nah, he's your fucking business partner, and yeah. Ja don't know what the fuck going on. For real though. You know, and Ja fucked up he was drunk at uh, at fucking drink uh drink champs
0: and talking too goddamn much. Yeah, that nigga <laughs> was fucked up on that drink champ. Everybody, everybody looking at me like Ja, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> they thought he was the face of the franchise and shit, but Ja really He wasn't he wasn't I don't shit, think but he really ambassador. knew. Yeah, I don't really think he knew what the fuck was going on, but Ain't no telling, bro. I think a nigga was just trying to make a dollar, and he got in with the wrong fucking nut job. You know? Yeah. He just was looking for any opportunity he can have, really. Yeah. And, um, yeah,
1: Billy fucked up, bro. And you could tell, like, the interview they was showing, he was just sitting there like. He was really really uncomfortable. Yeah, he was like, I can't answer that question. He was blinking hard as fuck. But that's the thing about people that's that smart, dog. They know how to manipulate people into, like, believing what they want them to
0: believe. Yeah. Yeah, true that.
1: That shit is crazy, bro.
0: hmm That bitch Billy a nut job, boy. Y'all watch out for people like that. Niggas, oh, yeah, because y'all down. all begin scam.
1: It's like, bro, when we was in college and they had uh, what was the big one when we was in college called? Wake up now. Oh, wake up now.
0: This nigga boy.
1: And these bitches was going ham like, oh, I'm about to get paid. Yes. They told me this and that, da, da, da. All right. So uh let me explain to y'all what uh this wake up now shit is. Um, So when our parents Was growing up And I'm pretty sure Most people listening They know their parents Went through this shit too And got judged Cause it was a big ass Epidemic yeah. Like in the mid 90's uh, Close to early 90's um, It was called A pyramid scheme Right The The whole objective Of the pyramid scheme Is the person at the top The person at the top Gets rich Everybody else Gets rich Off the people Below them You don't sell You don't Technically sell A product A service Anything yeah you just basically come up off the next person, so therefore um you'll you'll bring five people, yeah. and those five people will bring fifty dollars, and you know mm-hmm. you'll get a percentage of it, and you'll have to pay the person on top of you mm-hmm. nowadays that same theory now is called multi marketing, and they came up with multi marketing basically to find a legal way to do this pyramid scheme and shit. But it's all the same thing. Like if you ever have yeah. somebody DM you and they're saying something like, uh, hey, I know, I know a way you can get extra money. You can do um you can do uh page reviews. Uh it's an app and they're gonna ask you about all these pages and you just review them and you're gonna make X amount of money. Cause the yeah. thing about it is they're getting smart. They know people now are are asking questions like, what am I selling? What's the service I'm yeah. providing? So Yeah, that's what they do. And uh, y'all just got to stay awake for shit like that. So when we was in college, it was called Wake Up Now. And, you know, we know some people that came up off that shit, though. Exactly, bro.
0: (laughs) I had this nigga I used to work with, bro. He used to try to pitch that shit to me so hard. That nigga used to be talking fast. but I was like, bro, why you talking so fast? He was
1: Jamaican, wasn't he? Or was he African? Okay, he was Jamaican. I know
0: the other boys was African. Yeah. Yeah. And, boy, they was got them jugging off that shit. I was like, nigga...
1: They had beamers and everything.
0: Yeah, niggas was goddamn stunting off that shit, and I was not about to be a victim. I do not like that type <laughs> shit.
1: Hell nah, you gotta tell me what the hell going as on. As soon as a nigga come up and he it. talking
0: real real fast, and I'm like, bro, slow down, explain, and then nigga keep talking fast. I'm like, nah, this nigga a scammer, bro. Yeah, fuck out of here, nigga. I don't, I don't, I don't get with that scamming shit neither. Yeah, nigga talking fast as fuck, boy trying to jug a nigga. I ain't stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I might wear collar shirts and my shorts might be a little short, but I ain't dumb, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> see, is this shit called me? Wake Up Now? You can goddamn... But, dog,
1: I be kind of disappointed in myself like when I see scams like that. Like, Slim, why you ain't come up with that bullshit?
0: Yeah. Honestly. But at the
1: same time, I be like, well, I bit that bullet because motherfuckers that originally started that shit, them motherfuckers in prison today, day yeah, yeah, right Yeah, they now. gotta be. Nah, they that, are. <laughs> yeah, all
0: that pyramids, that became, that's why it became illegal because so many people was goddamn getting banned for that shit.
1: Like uh, dog, it's crazy. Whenever I think of like pyramid schemes
0: and any any kind of little jug like that, I think of the wolf on Wall Street. Boy, that nigga Jordan Belfort, <laughs> jug man. Hey, that nigga might be jug man of the century too. He oh made, yeah, he, he got it. Billy up there, he got Actually, it. Actually, he got it. He got it over Billy. Yeah, cause Billy was Billy was heading that way, but he ain't, he ain't Jordan. Yeah, and Leo played. A great role in that fucking movie. He amazing role. I, you know? I love that fucking movie.
1: Dog, it's amazing how how creative yeah. you get when you have an ass of money trying to entertain yourself. Yeah, bro. Like you have to be creative. Like oh, yeah. you have to think of new things. Cause like just going out and buying a Ferrari or a Lamborghini just doesn't do it for you anymore. Yeah, it doesn't do give it. you that
0: high. Yeah. It that don't. shit's crazy, bro. It's addicting that money and that rush you get from it. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying,
1: but man, shout out to Billy, man. Um, shout out
0: Billy, scammer of the century. <laughs> shout out to all the people who got scammed though, because like y'all don't even get hurt by that shit because y'all upper middle class. <laughs> exactly. Y'all niggas is fine. Y'all be okay. I think that's why I got so much. Uh, yeah, because it was steam rich people. Because it was like rich people, and they were like they got a little influence. You know what I'm saying? Because exactly. if you can, if you can pay 25 bands for a ticket or three bands for a ticket to anything, you have some money. Correct. I don't have three bands to just throw away on a ticket to a festival.
1: Hell nah, bro. We were just talking about it earlier with the Kendrick and Cole shit. Like, yeah. I ain't even got two and or $300 to be giving to these folks. Exactly. And you talking about these folks was paying thousands of dollars to go to a festival to see fucking Blink-182. Blink-182. One Eighty
0: Queen, Queen Latifah. <laughs> Latifa. <laughs> I seen that shit on the bill. I was like, wait, this shit weird as fuck. <laughs> like, who the fuck? I would have knew it was a scam if I had seen that shit. And Ja already a part of this it. This bitch it's had like, rap bruh. since the
1: fucking 90s. Yeah, you got Queen Latifah on the bill. Anybody? And then, dog, I don't know. You might have seen it on the uh doc. I didn't see a fucking stage. They had a stage. I didn't see it, bro. I seen I seen the little hut that everybody was around when uh he stood on the table and was like, "Everybody go get up." I hut. might have
0: to revisit that shit. I thought I saw a stage, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely watching it. Uh, watching it over again. Yeah, I got. I it. have to dog. It was just way too interesting. <laughs> But yeah, y'all make sure y'all go watch that.
0: Yeah, that's a good ass documentary.
1: Fire fraud on Hulu. Yeah. And um we're recording this uh this podcast on Sundays. Uh so last night, um my dog Adrian Broner, one of my favorite boxers, he fought Manny Pacquiao and uh he was on his soldier boy shit.
0: Took a dirty L.
1: Yeah. After the fight, uh I sat and I sat and watched the fight this morning. I ain't watched it last night. I really didn't even feel like watching it last night. But I woke up this morning and I watched the fight. Uh, Pacquiao was papping the shit out his ass yeah. the whole entire fight. AB looked bad. He don't... AB lost it, really. After he took that first loss to... Um, to Madonna? uh Madonna? Yep, Madonna. That's what it was. Dog, After he took that loss, dog, it was just over with. And it's like, bro, Buddy had just fought Floyd Mayweather. You knew you was going to mm-hmm. have to come with it. And he came in there, dog. He came in there just... Looking undersized, looking a little a little flabby, yeah. um, not disciplined. Looking like he had been drinking too goddamn much. And I remember he put like a mixtape out before before the fight, and he had that single with fucking Rick Ross called 50 mm-hmm. Bricks" or something stupid, dog. And I just was like, bro, you're a boxer, bro. Focus yeah. on focus on your boxing career. And now he's just you're seeing he's starting to lose steam, bro. I think matter of fact, you he he tight. lost he lost what
0: the last three of his four fights, something like that, bro. Yeah, he won and one fight, like his last fight, I think. You can't, you can't keep taking, uh, these ass whoopings and keep your your stock up because people are gonna start seeing you as a fucking you're you're washed. That's how they yeah. gonna start seeing you. So winning is very important when it comes to this shit. And I don't think he prepares like he should for these because even a a forty year old Manny Pacquiao was better than however old. Twenty-eight year old Adrian Broner, however old the motherfucker is, yeah, a forty-year-old Manny Pack, you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. So it's like these are legends that he's fighting, and he doesn't—he's not taking them as serious as he should. He's not taking his career seriously. I don't think he he's should. preparing like he should. I oh, don't think he's training like he should. He's not. And that's the thing is like you have to have that dog in you, bro. And he's losing it. He's losing that shit. He's becoming more about the glitz and the glam of it, and I—I I like that because I like my flashy champions. Mm-hmm. I love me a flashy, uh, braggadocious champion. I don't like that fucking nice guy Tim Duncan quiet shit. <laughs> that
1: shit's just boring. You know me neither. I'm like, y'all, I like y'all get the
0: fuck on with yeah, that shit. Yeah, I love my black my black champions to be cocky. I like my Ali type niggas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, but in order to do that, you got to back that shit up. You cannot just go in there and get your ass whooped time after time and expect your your stock to be up there like that.
1: This nigga, this nigga, uh. After fight uh, interview, he's talking about, uh, everybody in here knows I won. Like, no the fuck you didn't. No.
0: What are you doing? Everybody in that bitch is like,
1: nah, that ain't it,
0: Playboy. bro. Nah, shit got quiet. Come on yeah. now, bro. You got to understand that like, shit. Like, you got and, your ass take your L up. gracefully. You taking dirty Ls. You, you fucking talking shit after the L, bro. Come on. Yeah. Take your L gracefully.
1: Come on. We know better,
0: dog. You could tell them, oh, I, I don't agree with the decision, but. I mean, don't go in there and act like that. You acting like a two year old and shit. Yeah. You know? You were you acting worse than my fucking kid, you know? <laughs> like being a
1: sore loser and yeah, shit. Yeah,
0: you gotta take the L and, and move on. Be like, yeah, I don't agree with it, but I mean it's what it, it is what it is. He's a great fighter.
1: Yeah. You know? So That's why that's why the uh Bomber mama fight was so good. Oof. I can't wait for part two, boy. Yeah, afterwards, afterwards, they were just giving each other so much credit, bro. Yeah,
0: That that is what combat sports is about. It's about that respect. Respecting it's, your opponent. Yes, yeah, it's two men going in there, skill for skill, blow for blow. And after, after the fact, win, lose, or draw, mm-hmm. you both give each other that respect. You bow and you shake hands. And you you, you give each other that respect, that common respect. You know what I'm saying? We're in the trash talking era. It's the, all this shit like the WWE. And they're now.
1: not and they're not focused on skill enough as they yeah, should be. Yeah, bro, the like I was another. telling you about Greg Hardy. Yeah, Greg, Greg Hardy boy. uh for the people that know don't know who Greg Hardy is, he used to uh play for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Well, now, dog, oh, this boy just airball a, a free throw. But now he's a um he's a UFC fighter. And last night he was fighting and gave an a fucking illegal um, knee to the back of the head. head. And they disqualify him and cancel the fight. And I'm just like, bro, this is a madman. He thinks you're just supposed to go into this octagon and just, and just fight to the death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. like, bro, this, this is nigga, a- boy, they need <laughs> This nigga, boy. They need to put bro. this nigga this in Mandingo fights. Yeah, that's what they need to do, bro. Put that nigga in Mandingo fights. Because fight. he obviously crazy as bruh, fuck. Bro, that nigga a nut job. You can tell. Yeah. Didn't he um get dropped by the Cowboys because of uh, a fucking- Yeah, domestic violence charge. So. yeah. Yeah, bro. And uh, speaking of domestic violence charges- Kareem Hunt, it was reported this morning that uh, multiple teams are seeking after Kareem Hunt. Like I said in the earlier episode, that the Chiefs should have just kept him from the start because Whoa. he's going to play regardless. You can't hold a nigga down. Yeah, and that wasn't domestic violence. He got into an altercation with a girl. We don't know what happened. Yeah, I'm yeah. not the judge, he nor knows, the lawyer, nor the he prosecutor. He knows at the end of
0: the day he shouldn't have touched that bitch. But like at, but mistakes at end, happen, though, mistakes bro. Happen, you shouldn't, bro. You shouldn't lose your livelihood over, yes, over they, something we, like we're that. We're ruining careers, and I'm not saying that the victims aren't just as important, but yeah. that little pitter-patter he gave her, she all right. Come on now. Let's get. Let's uh let's all grow up a little bit. Like mm-hmm. let's be real. I don't think that man's whole life should be affected over one drunk situation in a hotel.
1: Hell no. Nah. Uh
0: if it was that like if it was that horrible, we would all like unanimously agree on it. Mhm. But we don't. Who you
1: got going to the Super Bowl? Who's your pick? Matter of fact, the game about to come on in what like 15 minutes. Yeah. Who's your pick? You got uh you got think, the Saints and the Rams, and, then and you, you got, got, Chiefs, got Patriots, the Chiefs Patriots. and Patriots. Girl, I don't pitch? know.
0: It's something always about Tom Brady, dog. And I don't, I hate Tom Brady. I'm one of those guys who's like, I'm just, a, I'm annoyed by him now. But yeah. He is the GOAT, but I'm just ready for his old ass to get the fuck on and let somebody else shine. Because this would probably be <laughs> my home's time to go to the Super Bowl, but he has to face the Patriots. They're yeah. always that roadblock. You know what I'm saying? They are always that roadblock. Um, but I got, I probably got the Saints winning it all. I think so. You got Saints? Yeah. I got the Rams, bro. You got the Rams? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm
1: actually excited to watch the Saints and Rams game. I think it's going to be the best game of the season if the Chiefs and Rams don't make it to the Super Bowl because the yeah. Chief and Rams in the Super Bowl, that Super Bowl is going to be exciting and that's the Super Bowl, wanna Super Bowl I want to see. Yeah. I do not want to see Tom Brady old ass out there again yes. dropping fucking trick plays and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to see the Rams and the Chiefs though. I want to see I want to see the young boys go at it, get their chance to, you know, uh, make a little stain in history
0: yeah bro that's what i want to see dog that would be an amazing high octane uh huh, fun game i think that would be the the game that everybody would want to see two yes. great offenses with great weapons yes you know what i'm saying exactly it would be bro. good it'd be amazing yeah um but yeah I, I just feel like the saints drew Brees is such a veteran and he's doing so well this year that mm-hmm. i feel like and then tom brady's team doesn't look it doesn't look amazing to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's Tom Brady, so you can never count him out. You can't, dog. Uh, but uh, it doesn't look as amazing as how. Yeah, it was this these is other one of teams.
1: his most uh mediocre teams. They 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 started the season out looking pretty strong when they had um uh what's his name, Josh Gordon. When they had mm-hmm. Josh Gordon, they looked pretty strong. Josh Gordon, that's somebody else that needs to get it the to fucking together, dog. God weed damn. weed is not all that. That nigga
0: <laughs> treat weed like uh crack, boy. it yeah. he like heroin. I gotta or go to shit. rehab. What like, the fuck bruh, wrong with you some it's a weed, bro. little, bruh.
1: A little Stay off the weeds, bruh. <laughs> Like My nigga Stephen, A. say. <laughs> yeah, it's just bruh. weed, bro. Chill out, bro. You got bro. the rest of your life to smoke weed. Just yeah, chill, exactly. bro. Just Make stop smoking M's. weed a couple uh, a couple years.
0: Get these M's real quick, and then, goddamn, you can smoke for the rest of your yeah. fucking life. I can't talk
1: though, cause I, I I just don't like weed myself. Period. I'm not a smoker either, yeah. but I do
0: I do respect smokers.
1: I grew up I grew up smoking, and just it started fucking with my head too much. I started getting way too paranoid. Yeah, I had much, to get off that it's shit. One of
0: those types of things, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to watch this game though. It's crazy. It's about to start in a minute too. Yeah. I'm so excited, dog, bruh. Um. I love Sundays. <laughs> yeah. I feel like every Sunday is my birthday, dog. I woke up today excited as fuck, and I'm already having a good Sunday. I yeah. love recording anyway. This shit gives me a fucking adrenaline rush. Yeah. Like, I have never did heroin before, but I'm pretty sure this right here, this rush is way harder than heroin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's like, and also that feeling of accomplishing something. You know? Oh, yeah. You're getting, this, you're getting this knocked out. You're getting your thoughts off. It's yeah. cool, you know?
1: I'm going to be an entrepreneur for the rest of my life, dog. This That's what I have to do, dog. Mm-hmm. That nine to five shit just ain't, ain't even. No clock. Nah, dog. Yeah, I feel you. Beat the pack down like Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> 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 that shit is funny, dog. That was a joke too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny as hell when niggas be like, "Shit, I'm about to beat this pack out the water." And goddamn, bro, I'm niggas just going. to I'm just going to beat gonna the come pack up down out this bitch. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing we ain't talk about as far as far as black people. They wanna, they wanna rap, they wanna hoop, or they wanna sell drugs, yep. bro. You do not know a successful drug dealer.
0: Nope. That <laughs> they, shit only ends one they way. All, exactly, bro. One or two ways. Either you dead or you in jail. Uh huh.
1: Just. Just be a nice square nigga with a with a with a good job and some yeah. and some great <laughs> and some great morals. There's
0: nothing wrong with being a square, bro. It's yeah. nothing wrong. I do that shit on a daily, bro. I love. my Go fucking home, drink your beer, have family, your have yeah, your little shot your of beer. liquor, lay up with your girl,
1: listen yeah. to her complain about her coworkers.
0: Exactly, bro. You ain't got to live that fast. There's nothing life. wrong with that. Yeah, but that was another thing I was gonna tell you about too. Is like the, uh, with the interracial dating shit. Is that uh, you know black girls like a, a nigga with some edge on them though oh yeah it's always like because the thing is i've always loved all like i said all kinds of women i like all women i think mm-hmm. all women are beautiful but i always noticed that black girls didn't think i had enough edge for them yeah you know what i'm saying so at the end of the day it just it's what attract is what's attracted to you mostly what you're gonna mess with correct honestly because but that's another thing i, I always wanted that if there's some uh female black listeners out there who could tell Bro, shoot this nigga inbox because I really want to know what is it about the edge? Is it what is it about that the bad boy image? Yeah, the bad I, boy I image. I've noticed
1: that my whole life, like whenever yeah. they they view you as a bad boy, okay, it's kind of like this. When I was young, uh, girls liked me because they felt like you know I was a little rough around the edges, yeah. And then like you know they'll 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 you know see you a little bit later and still view you as that. Then when they mm-hmm. see you and see that's not you anymore, they're like. <laughs> This lame ass nigga. I thought yeah. we I was about to have fun with this nigga. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And like, why don't you just wanna shit. why do you want future so bad and not Russell Wilson? I ain't gonna lie, I'll take future over Russell Wilson if I was a
0: if I was a female. Bro, future is the coolest man on the planet. I said that. <laughs> Russell you know, Wilson look lame as fuck. He bro. is, but he is such a if he if my daughter came home with Russell Wilson, yeah, I would be that's so why, fucking that's why I right. use that, dog, because yeah. it's the, it's
1: like the straight cut man versus yeah. the, you know.
0: The rapper, yeah, the nigga out here with the edge. He got the swag, he got the finesse, he got all of that shit. That all you know, our our queens love that type shit. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, but Sierra saw the light, she saw wasn't no future with that future. You know what (laughs) I'm saying. She saw that shit.
1: Think about in the future, another man playing football with your son. Exactly. I would have heard that line a bit like, we got to shoot me the one." For real, we got to <laughs> talk. We got to have a conversation, there. And then you already know in the future, uh, it's it's gonna be Russell throwing the football with uh with baby future. Exactly at that nigga games and, and shit, bro. It's probably it's probably gonna be it's probably gonna be a blogger like me that's gonna be the first one to be playing that whole line exactly. with the video of him throwing the ball. Exactly,
0: bro. That's crazy. It's crazy as fuck, but you know.
1: But yeah, dawg, this was another episode of Sit Down with Slim, man. Uh, with Big Keen again, of course. You already know, Back to back episodes. And, yeah, uh... man, your
0: bitch know the vibes. Nigga. I'm in this
1: bitch. <laughs> hey, man, thank y'all for listening, man. I I can see my momentum going a little bit more, man. I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate all love everybody that shares everything.
0: My brother going to keep doing his thing, man, putting out this good content. Y'all just stay tuned. That's how we going to do it. it. That's how we rocking. Yeah.
1: And we out.